Welcome to the Asbury Beeham podcast. Inside our church walls, we reinforce the message, worship, serve, grow, and via this podcast, you can strive to grow in your spiritual life anytime, anywhere. Today, we meet an amazing family, the Schneiders, who serve the Lord by serving Asbury. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Asbury Beeham podcast. This is uh, Robert Mercer, and I'm excited to be with you today. We're Without our co-host this evening, uh, Robin White is celebrating Dan White's birthday. So happy birthday, Dan. And of course, this is probably several days after your birthday, but when we're recording it, it's Dan White's birthday. And we're here at the beginning of school, and one of the things we're doing as a church is uh, encouraging our people to uh, fall back into church. Uh, the last couple of years has been just a whirlwind of uh, unexpected things, and that kind of hits our rhythms and keeps us from doing uh, the things that help us grow in our faith. And And so here in the fall, we're trying to encourage folks to fall back into church, fall back into serving, and, and be a part of your faith family. And I'm excited. I have the Schneider family. Uh, we have three of the five, right? Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, Emma and Christian are not here, but we have uh, Trudy and Rich and Joey, and just so excited to have you guys, because all three of you serve in some way, and some of you in various ways within uh, the life of our church. But before we get to that, um, just tell us a little bit about the Schneider family, not about your Asbury connections right now, but just what's a day in the life? What 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 is it like to be a... Schneider. Oh, wow. Um, we're pretty busy. So Joey's a senior this year. Yeah. And so we're in the midst of college applications. And he's doing, for the first time this fall, he's doing um, club soccer ball. Um, usually he's done marching band, but this year he decided to do club soccer. Um, and then he's taken back up martial arts again. And Emma just kind of goes along for the ride everywhere we go. Um and then Christian is also doing, just finished up hockey and is doing flag football. Um, wow. <laughs> so we just kind of roll from one thing to another and stay busy. Sounds like busy times. And and uh, Rich, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Um, well, I mean, I try and keep up with all the kids as much as I can. And then I work for Alabama Power in the substation department. So we... I'll busy with that and then come home and try and plug in and take care of what I can take care of when I get there. Yeah. Right. And then try to do that and not feel exhausted at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then the church calls you and says, Hey, can you volunteer for a weekend, a whole weekend sleeping on a mattress on the floor <laughs> and taking care of our, our students? And the answer is sure. Let me see if I can farm out the youngest one first. <laughs> And you probably had lots of parents in the youth group going, we'll take him. <laughs> we don't have to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joey, I want to start with you because uh, you're uh, in our student ministry. And one of the things that I think is uh, exciting to me is when our students serve in the church outside of the the student ministry. And... Uh, we kind of mentioned already that you're a senior at Oak Mountain. What, what are kind of your plans after 
after school? What are you What are you looking to do? Okay, so um, yeah, I'm a senior. Um, after high school, I'm looking at service academies. So West Point, Annapolis, Merchant Marine, Coast Guard. Then I'm also looking at ROTC and NROTC programs at colleges. Wow, that's a lot of uh, um, applications <laughs> in the in the works. Is there a favorite on your end? Uh, it changes weekly. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends, right? Yeah. Your favorite is who will give you the most money, right? Well, I mean, all the service academies are free, so it really comes down to Free to what, an extent. Well, right, yeah, right. <laughs> it comes down to what I want to do because afterwards you're obligated to serve for a certain amount of time. So it mm. comes down to which one I want to do most and then how it would translate back to if I go back civilian. So, Gotcha, gotcha. So what are ways in which you serve uh, here at Asbury? So I serve, I play bass in the modern worship service. Um, I'm on the SLT team for the reset, or it's not reset anymore. It's United. Yeah, yeah. We we still do the R. We yeah, we still, we still say reset, and we still call it the bridge from time to time too. So, <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. I play in the band downstairs as well in the United worship band. Um, then I haven't done it in a while, but tech team for bridge. Yeah. Um, I think that's oh I'd serve ministry and the kids Wednesday night. So I go out okay. with them and then help them with their summer programs. Oh that's that's awesome. That's quite a lot of things here at, at Asbury. And uh one of the things that that fires me up is when our students are on our teams that have uh intergenerational folks. Like, you know, our modern team, you've got um, you know, folks who are in high school and then, uh, folks like, he's going to kill me, but Tom Faison, who's, uh, <laughs> who's retired, you know, and, and just that experience research has shown that, that, um, students who, who serve in the church are more likely to have a life of faith when they become an adult. And students who um, have intergenerational connections other than just their family unit are more likely to um, um, stay in a faith, in their faith, as they become an adult. So that's why it's so important, man. And you've got two of those right there, you know, that, that you, uh, you serve. You've been on mission trips and mission camp. And, and, and so that is so pivotal and that's why it's so pivotal to volunteer, too, as an adult, because you're pouring into a kid yeah. that might not be um, um, your own, mm -hmm. within your own uh, family. Now, I want to turn to mom and dad for just a minute, but we'll come back to you, Joey. And please interrupt them if you want to. <laughs> this is the only time it's okay just to interrupt your parents and just jump in there, because uh, they can't do anything to you right now. But... but <laughs> But when you get home, there's that. Uh, Kendra Creasy Dean wrote a book called Almost Christian. And in it, she says that if you want a kid to get serious about their faith, then you get serious about your faith. And I just think that's so wise. Um, Trudy and Rich or whoever wants to, what, what are some ways in which you guys are 
or serving within the life of the church. Well, first, though, talk about what drew you to Asbury. What, what drew you to um, this place and this community? Um, so we've been here, I was trying to think, four or five years. I can't remember how long it's been. I feel like we've been here forever. Um, yeah. We were actually at Canterbury first, um, and we loved Canterbury. Um, we just kind of noticed the more that Joey moved up into the youth, um, he really didn't have any friends that he went to school with. Right. Um, and so we had friends that had moved back into Birmingham, some friends that were still, that have been in Birmingham that started coming here. So we kind of migrated back this way and started coming and just kind of fell into it. Um, yeah. Joey had friends, Emma had friends. Um, Christian was in the nursery, so he just, he makes friends with the wall. Um, <laughs> that, he's my social child. Um but then, I mean, we had friends here, too, and we just kind of jumped in head first and started getting involved in everything and just kind of went from there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. What what are some places which you guys serve? Um, so I'm in children's ministry, um, the youth ministry, um, and then I've also been I've pre-COVID um, when the anchor program started. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was working with that. Um, and then COVID hit and we kept Emma home virtual that first year. And, um, so I didn't really get, haven't been able to get back into it yet. Um, I'm actually this year, my plan is to get back into anchor. Um, but mostly I'm with children's ministry and youth ministry since we've got such an age gap between the two older ones and then Christian, I just bounce back and forth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun living in both of those worlds. You can, you can see uh, how those work. Which one? Which one do you? It's like your passion, or or is your favorite? Or uh, no, like I kind of I like both. Um, I think I started mostly in the youth ministry, um, just with you know having two that were older and Christian was more in the nursery, um, and with being in the youth, like I get just as much out of that as they do. Um, I really find it special when the older kids get up. And they're the ones that preach the sermon. Um, mm-hmm. It takes a lot of guts for those kids to get up there. I don't know that I could do that when I was 16 yeah. or 17. Um, but going on retreats and seeing um, some of the other adults that have been with the older kids from when they were in children's ministry and seeing the relationships that they've built, um, and those kids go to them for guidance and they you know, see them as some a safe place to go to, um, kind of led me towards children's because I want to be that with children, with Christian's age, all the way up through youth. Um, So it's got to start in children's ministry and build Mm -hmm. that relationship with his friends and him and then work your way up to the youth. Yeah, it's been neat. I've been at Asbury just over 10 years, and it's it's so neat to watch people serve in children's ministry, then in youth ministry, and uh, that's just been a kind of a, a, a neat thing to see at one place. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Rich? Where where are some of the places you've plugged in? So I, I do the I've done some of the youth stuff. I don't do as much as she does, but I, I do more of the like youth retreats, um, the weekend or the lock in that we have. Um, I also do the security team, and we do that um, kind of. It's really just like once every four weeks you're on security team, right? Doing that, right? And that that team is. I think one of our, um, it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, they, um, 
Well, Jim Griffin does a lot with it. Yeah. He, he really, really puts everything together and, and keeps it rolling. So Yeah, and, and you guys have such thorough training uh, that, that comes into that. If, if that is something that interests you, it is a great team uh, to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, it, it covers a lot of different things. I mean, it's the security part of it. It's just a small part of it. It's, it's medical stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. like what to do in a fire, you know, how to get everybody moving and get them out. And um, he brings in some pretty qualified people from medical training and um, kind of he brought in like kind of like I think he's a hostage negotiator, but it was kind of like how to defuse situations and yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of stuff you can apply outside of this too. Yeah, when when people hear we have a security team, some folks are like, "What?" And and I mean, these aren't just guys who love to hang out and talk. They are well trained. They know what to do. My favorite thing was I got to be one of the um, um, characters. Sometimes Jim will have people interrupt the security team meeting, you yeah. know, and like I get to came, come in with the Nerf gun. Yeah, no, he's he's done that a couple of times recently with it, and he's gotten the youth. <laughs> like the older boy, you know, like a youth yeah. high schoolers to come in and do stuff. Yeah, they, they're like putting on face paint and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> come and bust in on security. One of the things they, they had me do, and they grabbed my arm and put it behind my back, and I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> you guys know what you're doing. Now, I have to tell this story, Rich, because we were both at the retreat a couple of weeks ago uh, with our um, youth group. And uh, our eighth grade boys were, um, you know, a bit uh, excitable, and <laughs> they just need Jesus, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> we both saw this group of boys, about five of them, just oh, I think walking, it was more than that. walking into a, a like a two-seater bathroom <laughs> yeah. in the cafeteria. And Rich and I lock eyes and don't say a word and just both start darting toward the oh, yeah, they didn't even try to hide it. I, I think there was more than five because I was just like, mm, that doesn't even look good. <laughs> yes. I, you, there's no reason for that many kids to be. <laughs> no, there no. was nothing good going to happen there. <laughs> no. The things you get to do when you volunteer your time at Asbury. Yes. But it, yeah. that also brought a, a point that, like, it was the seniors when we were, we were like, I kind of got put in charge of the seniors, putting them in bed and getting them to quiet down. And they were like, are we that bad? And I was like, and I had to think about it, and I was like, maybe not quite that bad, but yeah, you were. It's like you could kind of see the growth of them, you know, when you're around long enough to see them where they were the eighth graders that were the troublemakers to now they're the seniors going, what is up with them? And it, Yeah. It, yeah. And then someone brought out that um, I, I remember <laughs> it was not my finest moment. Uh, turning around to one of the eighth graders during worship and saying, <laughs> saying, you are in eighth grade. What in the world is wrong with you? <laughs> and then somebody put on our, um, we have an adult group me, a texting thing, said that that the sixth, seventh, well, the sixth graders weren't there, but the, yeah, that's right. The mm-hmm. seventh and eighth graders, because of COVID, had never been to a fall yeah. retreat. And I was like, oh my gosh. When I said, you're in eighth grade, what do you do? They've never experienced yeah. it. And, and and that just made me so sad that, that yeah, I Yeah, because I started thinking back to like kid. winter retreat at Shaco. I really don't think we had a lot of 
the younger, mm-hmm. I think it was mostly eighth going into and high school kids. So right. I don't think we had the, a lot of the younger right. ones. Well, if 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 a church member or person just kind of said, "Hey, I'd love to volunteer. I'm really busy. What am I going to get out of it?" What, what would you kind of say? I mean, I think. With this church and this size, there are so many different areas to be able to volunteer. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be, I mean, kids might not be your thing. Youth might not be your thing. Um, The anchor program with the older adults, um, I mean, I get a blast out of that. I used to do hospice, and to me, that's Mm. getting back to what I used to love doing. I would, if I said if I ever went back to nursing, I would never go to a hospital, it would be hospice. And so the anchor program is kind of that substitute for me um, that I hope I can get back to. But, I mean, there's there's things that I know Suzanne and Children's Ministry has that you can take home and do it at home. Oh, yeah. Um, that helps her out, especially the week, the week before VBS. There's all hands on deck of getting stuff prepped, and some of it can be done at home. Um, and I know, you know, the, the ministry of writing cards to people at home that might be sick or in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's something for everybody. Um, you just have to reach out. And as large as this church is, I mean, the staff, y'all are amazing, um, but you can't do it by yourselves. So, Yeah, and, and to me, the things in the church that are run by the laity are always the things that are the best because uh, – Lady has a passion for it that's different, and and the things that the laity gets excited about, laity meaning the people, mm-hmm. the things they get excited about are the things that that really grow and thrive, and you can see that in so so many different ways. Um, Joey, what would you say if a student said, "Hey, I'm kind of thinking about." playing in a band, what would you say? How how has it helped you? And this is going to be a heady question. How has it helped you in your development, do you think, being a part of uh, our modern worship team and our youth youth worship band? Okay. So um, first off, you need to know absolutely nothing. (laughs) Um, Tell them how you learned. (laughs) Yeah, so fun story. Um, When I first got here, I only knew Ryan Cox. So um, I hung out with him a lot, but getting a l- little bit more comfortable with people. Um, one night, Jesse, it shows you how long ago this was. He hasn't been here in a oh, while. Oh, Jesse. Um, Jesse asked, he was like, does anyone know how to play bass guitar? If not, I'll teach you. So um, I volunteered that night without even asking permission um, if I could play. <laughs> um, so I just showed up. They weren't home. even. They weren't even home. They were in Georgia. He, he was being. I, he was being picked up by Kristen Dean because we went to. We ran to Georgia to get lottery tickets because it was like one of the big. You know. Oh yeah, one so of the So we're big like, ones. we dropped him off at youth, and Kristen was like, "I'll pick him up." And so she texts me, and she's like, "Um, so Joey has a surprise for when you get home," and it was a bass guitar. Yep. That he had never picked up. A day I have in his a life. faint memory of this, but <laughs> but not a, not enough to really talk about. But I, I think I remember some of this. <laughs> Yeah, so um, YouTube teaches you a lot. So I learned how to play off of YouTube um, and then just looking up, like, charts online. Um, At first, I didn't have a strap, 
So Joe Williams, being the great person he is, <laughs> went and found a Hawaiian flower. Lay. Not a lay, but like a something you would put on a mantle, kind of. Okay. And uh, tied it to the ends of my guitar. <laughs> put it on me. <laughs> that, was, that was my first strap. Um, but yeah, uh, it's like, how it helped. Come on, Joe. Go, go get Joey a real strap. <laughs> nope. I mean, uh, how it connected me into the youth group would be it helped me meet a lot of new people certainly um that's how i met olivia she was the senior drummer when oh yeah yeah i was what an eighth grader mm-hmm. um olivia riley isaac yeah alexandria all of them yeah. um it certainly helps because while you may not know people people learn your name real quick i found that out yeah. Um. So I, people would know me. I'm like, I don't know you, but now I'm gonna make a point to know you, kind mm. of thing. So you get to know people that way. Um. It's definitely influenced me. It's brought me closer. I feel like because I'm not good at public speaking as I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> but um. Well, this is different than getting on a you know stage and teaching or something like that. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. So it helps me connect in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing you said was you don't have to know anything. Yeah. And and that can go for almost anything we do. Mm-hmm. I think security, you have to have a little bit of uh, qualifications. They're not just going to no, let. I mean, uh, they'll, Jim has said he'll teach anybody anything. So yeah. it's not not really. Well, that's, yeah. That, you know, we say in the modern worship all the time that um, everyone's got something important to bring. Uh, so let's give Jesus our best. And sometimes give, giving Jesus our best is like, hey, can anyone play the bass? I'll try. You know, and so good for you. And now you're on in the, the, the you know, upstairs modern service during the daytime yeah. playing bass. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm not looking forward to seeing uh, you and Emma uh, graduate at the end of the, <laughs> the <Yeah>. year. <laughs> uh, y'all brought so, so much. Um, well, Schneider family, thank you so much. Um, any stories you, you want to share before we end our time? Was there anything that, that uh, I missed to ask you about that you were just dying to say? I don't have any stories. I can just... I just urge all the families, um, especially if you have kids, just get involved somewhere. Um, Like you said, it doesn't require knowing anything. Um, Mm. Sundays, schools, and Wednesday nights, um, they give you the lesson. I mean, most of the time I I come in on Wednesday nights and I have not laid eyes on the lesson whatsoever. Um, And we wing it, and the kids don't know that we wing it. Um, And they have just as much fun as if you had spent five hours preparing for it. Um, just, you know, if we get enough people to volunteer and the kid and the kids and the youth, then there can be a rotation. And I mean, it'll be a blip on your radar of once every four to six weeks and you won't even notice that you're, you know, volunteering. Although you want to notice that you're volunteering because you're going to get out as much out of it as what you're doing. That's exactly right. And, and I think, Trudy, you bring up such a good point. Um, my middle school Sunday school teacher, uh, Corinne Howell, I probably could not recall any lesson she ever taught me. 
but I'll never forget Miss Corinne, you know, and the way she was there in in a part of our lives. So, yeah, that's that's real real big. Well, thank you guys for spending this time with us, and and uh, we want to encourage everyone out there to uh, worship, serve, and grow together in Christ. Thank you, guys. Y'all take care. Thank you. Thank you. Right now, we have immediate needs for folks to serve on the security team, in children's ministry, student ministry, and as hosts in modern worship. Volunteer for this role or many more at asburybham.org slash serve at Asbury. Next time, we hear from Pastor Ben Nelson about the September Mission of the Month, Mission Bulgaria.